Hello everyone, Bob Main here with another episode of the Handgun World Podcast. I carry a gun because I can't carry a cop. This is episode number 640 and I want to talk to you about my Shadow Systems DR920P. Please remember this is a listener supported show so if you like what you hear at the end of this show please support me on Patreon and keep this show going. As you know I like Shadow Systems handguns. I have four of them. And this episode, I want to talk about my DR920P. Now, what you're going to get from me today is a practical review. Because I, you know, there are a lot of people who have done a lot of DR920 reviews. And, you know, there's a lot of good YouTube channel um, gun guys out there that have done a lot of YouTube reviews on this. And some of them are good reviews. Some of them are thousand round reviews. That's not what's going to be here, but I'm going to talk about shooting quite a few rounds through this pistol. But as you know, I'm an everyday guy. I'm not a famous gun writer. I'm not an industry insider or ex-military or ex-law enforcement. I'm not a famous gun YouTuber and stuff like that. I'm just your everyday guy that you just happen to bump into and we're talking about guns. So let's get on with the Shadow Systems DR920P. I got this this gun about a year ago. And prior to this, I owned, or I still own, three Shadow Systems pistols. The MR920 Elite, the DR920 Elite, and the CR920 Elite. Now I decided to get the, uh, well, about a year ago actually, the uh, DR920P. And of course, it's the Elite model as well. Here's the thing about this. It's a compensated pistol. and Let me explain to you the, the good things and the bad things about this compensated gun. The good things, first of all, I like the way that the compensator is set up. It's pinned to the barrel. All right, it's not screwed onto the barrel, it's pinned onto the barrel. And I think that's actually a better design, better than having a threaded barrel and, and screwing the compensator on. One of the things is, if you happen to live in a state where threaded barrels are not allowed, this is not a threaded barreled compensator. This is pinned on to the barrel, okay? And... I'm doing a YouTube video on this, and I'm going to show this on YouTube. So the YouTube video is going to come out after this audio podcast, but I've got, I'm including a shooting review and an analytical review and everything, so check that out. The other kind of cool thing that that, that means is that Shadow Systems also, they have the front sight on the compensator uh, and not on the front uh, end of the barrel so the sight is not moving when you shoot this pistol the front sight stays on the compensator which also stays 
stays put, stays in place when you fire the gun. So when the when the the slide recoils, okay, only the rear sight is moving. The front sight stays still. So of course, assuming that you're doing what you're supposed to do, that you are practicing good fundamentals and your grip is perfect and and you are trying the best you can and learning and using the right techniques to not let the gun move too much. All right, but I, I kind of like that. It makes it easier follow-up shots that the sight is on the compensator, the front sight, and the compensator is pinned to the barrel. So what that means is it's, well, it's a lot less movement because the barrel tilts a little bit, but it's not like, it's not too much movement when you fire the gun. So those are some real good positives. And it's easy to, to maintain this. It's easy to clean this compensator if I need to. Those are some good positives. The DR920 also has the typical shadow systems grip and the gas pedals on the front on both sides, left and right, which means the the very good texturing that enables you to use your weak hand thumb to apply more pressure and a better grip and really has all the great things about a Glock, but it's not a Glock. One thing I like about shadow systems guns is I happen to like Glocks, but these are better than Glocks at a reasonable price. And these Shadow Systems guns are everything that people do to improve their gun, to improve their Glock, actually, but for far less money than they spend upgrading their Glock. So, good stuff. Good stuff about the Shadow Systems pistols. Now, they say that the DR920P, or all, all of their guns actually, all of Shadow Systems guns, uh, they say that they all require a break-in period. They all require a 200-round break-in period. For the other three guns I own, they did not require a 200-round break-in period for me. Now, I see nothing wrong with a break-in period. I think it's a good thing. I'm not going to say that that's a bad thing. And I've, I've explained many times on this show why I think uh, a break-in period is not a really bad thing. But for this gun, it does require a break-in period. And there's a couple of other things that I want to mention during the break-in period. This gun ships with two recoil springs. A standard recoil spring and a reduced weight recoil spring. The reduced weight recoil spring is 15 pounds, I believe. The standard, I think, is either 17 or 18. When I used the standard recoil spring and I, and I was shooting, I was shooting practice range ammunition. I was shooting CCI uh, blazer brass 115 grain. I had a malfunction on every shot. That was not good. It was not good. I had a malfunction on every shot with this pistol. So I gave up after five shots. I took out the standard recoil spring and I put in the 15-pound recoil spring as Shadow Systems recommends. They also recommend breaking it in with 
I think it's 124 grain NATO ammunition, which I did not do. I, I got a really good deal on CCI Blazer Brass 115 grain. And so I wanted to use that because I had a whole bunch of it. With the 15-pound recoil spring, I had fewer malfunctions, but I still had a lot of malfunctions during the break-in period. Most of the malfunctions I had were either stovepipes or uh, occasionally a double feed and also some failures of the gun to return to battery. The slide would not go all the way forward. And there was a couple reasons for this. The gun needed to be broken in. You know, these guns are pretty tight when they're new. It needed to be broken in. And your technique's got to be perfect. Uh, sometimes if I loosened up my grip just a little bit, then it caused a malfunction. So technique's got to be perfect. You have to have the right gun, uh, excuse me, the right grip on the gun. And you have to have that every shot. Now, for defensive reasons, I don't like that. And I'm going to explain why here in a little, little bit later in this episode. So, I had to literally run a couple of hundred rounds through this gun. After the 200 round break-in period, it's running much, much better. Uh, I did shoot in competition yesterday. I shot an entire match and I did have one failure to return to battery. And it's probably because I did not have an ideal grip on the gun. And so all I had to do was just give the slide a little forward shove, put it into battery, and I cleared the malfunction easily. But you do have to have a real good grip on this gun. And you cannot allow any limp wristing to occur whatsoever. Again, um, it's this why I won't trust this gun for self-defense right now. And again, I'm going to get into more of that later in this episode. I bought this strictly for a competition gun. Now, how many of you have had this issue if you own this gun? I'd like to hear from you. You can email me, handgunworld at gmail.com. You can put a comment on the, the Facebook or the Twitter thread that I start. You can send me a voicemail, 210-646-1727. Um, I'd like to hear from you if you have this gun. So it's, it's a gun that is a lot of fun for a range toy competition matches although i really like reliability at competition matches too i don't really enjoy clearing malfunctions very much uh, i really don't uh, this one was just a small one and it wasn't quite so bad but i still got to shoot it some more after the break-in period and i do need to buy some 124 grain nato rounds and i think that's all i'm going to shoot exclusively in this gun and that's one of the things I don't like. One of the things I don't like is that I have to practice with a certain kind of ammo with this gun. And this was an expensive gun. This was an expensive gun. So the jury is still out on whether or not this is going to be a gun that's going to continue to be for me. When I pay this much money, I want it to run. And I want it to run with any kind of ammo. I guess I'm kind of spoiled. I guess I'm kind of spoiled for shooting Glocks and M&Ps for so long because 
Whenever you have a Glock or an M&P mostly, or even some of the, the modern day SIGs, uh, you can pretty much shoot any ammo that you want. And the gun's going to run, especially Glocks and M&Ps. The gun's just, it's going to run. They shoot just about anything. And even if you don't have an ideal grip on the gun, it's it's usually going to run. Now, Glocks, I've heard of a lot of limp-wristing issues with Glocks. I have never had that. I've never had a limp-wristing issue with a Glock. But I have had situations where I don't have an ideal grip on my Glock. And it still runs. It still runs and runs and runs. With this gun, not so much. So, from a self-defense standpoint, I would not trust this gun yet. This Shadow Systems DR920P. For self-defense, absolutely trust my MR920 Elite. Absolutely trust my DR920 Elite. Absolutely trust my CR920 Elite. The DR920P is just, it's got, I got some work to do with it, okay? I got some work, to, and I'm not using an optic on this gun either. So again, as a competition gun, great. There's little to no recoil. I mean, it is really smooth. It's a smooth shooting gun, virtually no recoil. I will say that the recoil is only slightly less than a Glock 34. And I'll tell you, if I was going to do this purchase all over again, and I wanted to get a gun this size, I would probably get the Glock 34. Because the Glock 34 has a 5-inch barrel. This one's only got, I think, 4 and 3 quarter, 4 and a half, something like that. And the Glock 34, I think, runs better. And doesn't require a break-in period. Now... I'll probably be doing another podcast in a few months when I've had a chance to shoot this gun another 500 rounds or so, or at least I'll probably wait until I've given it a thousand round trigger job, my famous thousand round trigger job. Then I'll probably do another review and talk a little bit more about it, and hopefully I'll be able to let you know that there's no problems at all. But if you get this gun, definitely use the 15-pound recoil spring. In fact, I wish that Shadow Systems would ship this gun with the 15-pound recoil spring installed and, and not the standard recoil spring, because... I'll bet 95% of the people who own this gun probably are using the 15-pound recoil spring anyway. So that's the one that should be installed. And the standard weight recoil spring should probably be the optional recoil spring. If you shoot this as an iron-sided gun, just like I do, it's got a nice long sight radius. So it's a very accurate gun. And very low recoil for this type of a gun. Although, I'll say it again, not too much less recoil than a Glock 34 type of a gun. Or an M&P 5-inch. Or a SIG 320 5-inch gun. It's slightly less recoil than those. If you watch my YouTube channel, when I put this on YouTube, you'll see me shooting this gun 
at at the range and also in a competition match and you'll see how the gun does barely even you know recoil at all it barely moves now I do need to say something about the trigger the trigger on this gun is better than any of the other shadow systems guns I own shadow systems triggers are probably I would not say competition finely tuned triggers but they're a lot better than stock Glock triggers although the stock Glock triggers on the Gen 5 Glocks, in my opinion, are a lot better than all the other generations of Glocks. That's just my personal opinion on, it, uh, opinion on those. However, the, the Shadow Systems triggers, I think, out of the box, without any modification, are better than, than most of the Glock triggers out of the box without any modification. This one in the DR920P happens to have the best trigger out of the four Shadow Systems guns that I own. So for that reason, I'm going to give it a high mark for the trigger. So I'm giving this gun a high rating for the trigger, a high rating for the grip, uh, a high rating for the very small amount of recoil, not much at all. I'm going to give it a high rating having that front sight that is pinned onto the compensator, which is pinned onto the barrel itself. I like that design. I like that concept. I'm going to give this gun a high rating because it does not use a threaded barrel, but still gives you a compensated gun. But I'm going to give this gun right now a low rating for reliability. For me, reliability is king. Reliability is everything. I don't like guns that are not reliable. I don't like clearing malfunctions. I don't like worrying about a malfunction if I have to use the gun in a self-defense situation. I just don't like it. And I want to be able to use any kind of ammo that I want to use. Any kind, no matter what it is. And let me tell you why that's important to me. Because, in my opinion, you never know what kind of ammo you're going to have available to you. Okay? Uh, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I don't go tinfoil hat on a bunch of conspiracies and things like that on this podcast. So I don't do that kind of stuff. But in reality, you never know what kind of ammo is going to be available to you. Um, there could be some reason why the normal ammo that you like to shoot or that your gun likes might not be available. So in my opinion, your gun needs to be able to shoot any kind of ammunition that you can find. Would you agree? I think it's got to be able to shoot any kind of ammunition that you can find. Because if not, what if you're in a situ where, situation where you ran out of ammo? Okay, or maybe you took a certain amount of ammo with you wherever you're going, but you ran out. You had to use your gun. You ran out. The fighting is still not over for some reason, um, and you need you need to ha have some other kind. You need to pick up some other ammo for some somewhere. You know, maybe you need to borrow some ammo from somebody. Maybe you need to go to a store and buy the first box of ammo that you can find. And maybe it's not very good quality stuff. Maybe it's cheap stuff. Okay, your gun's got to be able to run that. 
What if there's another ammo shortage again? And you got to buy ammo and you got to buy it because of budget reasons. We're all on a budget, right? What if you have to buy the cheapest ammo you can find? Because you're on a budget right now. You need some ammunition. You don't want to be without any ammunition. And all of a sudden now you're, you, you buy the cheap stuff and your gun doesn't run with the cheap stuff. We don't always get to be super selective about the ammunition. Which is why I say the guns need to be able to run no matter what ammunition you feed it. And so far, this DR920P does not do that. I have used three different kinds of practice ammo. Now, to be fair, to be fair, they've all been range practice ammo rounds and they've been 115 grain. But that's part of the problem to me. I don't want to have to always pick the right grain to use in this gun. I don't want to always have to make sure that I'm shooting 124 grain NATO rounds. What if I can't get a good deal on those? What if I can't find them available? Yeah, who knows what's going to happen? And, and that ammunition is not available. I'd like to be able to stock up on whatever I can stock up on. Right now, I happen to be stocked up on CCI Blazer Brass. 115 grain that's good stuff it's good ammo but it won't run reliability in this pistol so i'm going to be ordering some 124 grain nato full metal jacket ammunition specifically for this gun but i'm just saying i i don't like to have to do that now this might be a different review after i've shot this gun a thousand rounds and i do a second review on it we shall see so this is the positive and negatives of this gun. And I, I paid such a high price for it that I'm telling you, if it doesn't start becoming more reliable on me, I may give it a new home. And, and there might be somebody that likes to, that likes to tinker. Uh, again, I'm just looking forward, okay? I'm looking forward in case this gun is not reliable. Uh, there might be somebody that likes to play around with different parts of the gun and things like that. I might also send it back to Shadow Systems if it doesn't improve um, after I've given it my thousand round trigger job. But I'll say some other positive things about it right now, though. I'm going to say some positive, okay? The, the ergonomics of Shadow Systems guns, the mag release button, the slide release button, it's all great. It's all great. It's they're they're all awesome, and uh, this uses the same lower as my DR920P, so that's good too. Uses the same magazines. I'm mean, excuse me, the same lower as my DR920, my regular standard elite model DR920. So it's basically it's the, it's the same gun as the DR920 DR920 with the P, which means performance which means the compensator is added to it. Oh, and there's one other negative that I forgot to talk about. As a competition shooting gun, one of the challenges with this is I have to compete in the open class whenever I compete in most matches. So because of the compensator, I cannot compete in 
production or stock service pistol. I have to compete in the open class, which is a much more difficult class to compete in because I'm competing with some very truly fine-tuned open guns. And I, I just don't think that's fair. Just because this gun has a compensator, it puts me in an open class. And to me, that's just not fair because then I got to compete with, you know, shooters and other guns and things that have been shooting open class for a real long time. And they truly do have fine-tuned, expensive, open guns. So that's another negative. But Anyway, I, I wanted to put that uh, put all this out there. The cool thing is, just like all Shadow Systems guns, except for the CR920, it takes Glock magazines. So regular Glock 17 or 34 magazines I can use in this gun, which is great. Same thing with my MR920. Same with my DR920. So this is all I wanted to say about this gun for this episode kind of a short episode but I wanted to get this out there because of my recent experience again be sure to be looking for a second review of this gun probably do another one when I get to the 500 round mark and then I'll probably do a third one when I get to the thousand round trigger job milestone so with all of that said what do you think do you own this gun uh, do you have any comments or anything that I've on what I've covered. I, I would love to hear them. Remember, you heard this show commercial free. And I've got it this way on purpose. I don't have any sponsors. I'm not running a bun bunch of ads. So please consider supporting me for as little as only $3 a month to support good information that you get from this show and to keep me going and, and keep me doing it. Well, you know, there's a lot of evil going on in the world right now. Please pray for what's going on in the world. Um, I do. Most of you know I am a Christian. I make, I'm not ashamed of my belief at all. I make no apologies. Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. I do read the Bible as well. And a lot of what's going on in the world right, to, right now today is predicted in the Bible. I'll just say that. Read your Bible and study up on the subject. Shoot straight, shoot safe, read your Bible every day, and I'll catch you again next time. Goodbye.